0: Uh, my name's James Adam and I'm 22 and I was diagnosed with an osteosis sarcoma in my right shoulder. i been over in Australia for the last year before it, i just sort of finished my apprenticeship and moved over there. I was just working around, really travelling around and just seeing the sights of Australia before I was planning on coming home, when I started to get a pain in my shoulder. and thought it was more of just a muscle tear, I went to see a physio and that's what she seemed to think it was. So the it got worse and worse so we thought I'm going to have to need surgery on it eventually. So I thought, I'll come home and we'll get it done. While I'm at home, I've got people to take me to hospital appointments and things. And then basically after coming home and having some tests done and things like that, that's basically just how it came about that it's what it was. It took quite a while really. No one really knew what it was for a long while. I went to see a shoulder specialist and then I had to go down to Birmingham to see another shoulder specialist. who then seemed to think, they weren't really sure what it was to begin with. They found it on an x-ray and it just, they, what they said was it, was it was like something was eating the bone, they weren't really sure what it was and until they actually did a ultrasound CAT scan, uh, the MRI scan, they couldn't actually tell us what it was. Uh, we didn't really have chance to, at least I got the phone call, I think it was on the Friday and they said you're in on Monday for chemo, so it did, really didn't have chance to set in, I don't think, by the time it actually sort of process the fact that all oh, what it was, it was cancer and that. I'd kind of prepared myself for it because once they tell you there's a tumour in the shoulder and they weren't sure if it was cancerous or not, you just sort of expect the worst for yourself. If you expect the best and it goes the worst, it's always going to be bad, isn't it? Uh, After the diagnosis, that was just three days and then I was in three out of every five weeks for six months after that. So it's quite a long time in really for the amount of time you get out. Some people get to hook up just in on day release but it was pretty much three weeks in, two weeks off. Yeah, it was quite a long time, but when I got to the end of it, I remember saying like, oh, it just seems like normal now, just coming in for three weeks to hospital. It got to the point where it was just not very different. <laughs> started to seem like normal life, really. The day it I really liked it, to be fair, it just got you out of your room because there's nothing more depressing, really, than lying in four walls, even though sometimes all you can do, you can't really get up and do much. There isn't actually anything worse than just lying in bed all day. If you're sat in a room just on your own, you still get to talk to people as you come in. You get visitors, your parents and your friends coming in. But it is nice just to be able to sit for like, say on the night time and have some a date, maybe in the day room when you actually get to talk to different folk. So there's a lot of folk who don't really know what to say to you when they come and see you. They're all coming through being nice, but no one really knows what to say to them. Surgery, that was pretty, it came out a lot faster than we thought really because the chemotherapy was killing the tumour in my arm which would then started poisoning us, this was the basic way to say it. And then the problem was I had really high temperatures, so I couldn't have any more chemotherapy, but then they couldn't give me any more chemotherapy to kill the tumour off anymore, to sort of carry on, to try to get to stop poisoning me as much. So it was basically between a rock and a hard place. You can go around and say it was horrible and this and that I can't do, but there's not a lot you really can't do anymore. As long as you put your mind to it and you just get on with it, there's not that much you can't keep doing. A lot of new stuff you can get into as well. You just stay positive and things like that. I think it does a lot for your health and just your mental state of mind more than anything. You could just sit in a pit and be very alone, not really talk to anyone, but you could just keep on going as you were and just try to keep upbeat about everything. That definitely helped me through. And everyone on here is absolutely brilliant at trying to keep you up even when you just don't want to really talk to anyone (laughs) sometimes some days you are just there can you just shut the door behind you and just i don't i just want to sort of put my head down and go to sleep for another hour right in the middle of the day but yeah there's definitely things like the head massaging that you get things that are coming around you don't think i've i would never have thought of myself getting a foot massaging when i was in uh, hospital but it actually was (laughs) really nice and really relaxing i must say back to work at home on the farm at the minute working and just uh, carrying on playing a lot of sports and stuff like that really As if you've, uh, I've looked at getting into the Paralympic sort of things and doing a lot of sports in that Having this sort of young people, nurses that actually do come in and talk to you they don't talk to you and like come in and talk like a robot and say so they come in and actually sit down with you and tell you in normal words what's going on, what you're doing no matter how crap you're feeling they're trying to keep you up and keep you feeling good about it and get you to and. Just sort of, if you need an x-ray or anything like that, it just seems that you don't have to sort anything. They just come in and say, right, I've sorted this, this and this for you, it's done. You don't even have to talk to anyone, which at some point you see, they're just like, thank you. And then you can just go and get it done with no hassle at over you. No, that's another thing the day room's actually really good for, especially if you've got big groups of people coming in to visit you. As Soon as you start getting five or six people in a room, it starts to get pretty crowded. So it's definitely good to have the day room, all the seats and tables and let everyone go in for a cup of coffee and things like that. Now, if you want to have a meal with everyone, everyone come in with you and sort them of the meal in there, definitely.